We're talking with New York State Controller Thomas DiNapoli uh, and his office uh, recently put out a report, Renewable Electricity uh, in New York State, and it largely analyzes the ability of, of New York State to meet some of the uh, renewable energy goals with respect to the recent climate law that was passed as CLCPA. So, um, Mr. DiNapoli, um, what was your assessment? How How is New York going to be doing and uh, meeting its renewable energy goals? Mark, first of all, it's great to have this important conversation with you, and I certainly appreciate your advocacy on these issues over many years. And we really want to just give an update for New Yorkers as to where we're at, because New York does have very ambitious goals, as you point out, under the um, CLCPA, a very important piece of legislation. And what we find in reviewing where we're at right now is that um, the goals uh, are achievable, are attainable, but we really have to redouble our efforts if, in fact, we're going to meet the goals that are stated by uh, by the year 2030. So we really wanted to give this as kind of a, a marker, if you will, as to where the state's at and how much more progress we still have to make if we're going to meet those goals. Now, the report actually goes back a little bit towards, um, I, I think, uh, 2004, George Pataki, Governor Pataki, had set goals of trying to get to uh, 30% renewable energy by 2015, basically starting with a large base of hydroelectric. State did not come to those goals. What, what, what are some of the impediments that the report identified as to why uh, you know, renewable energy doesn't develop as quickly as, say, state officials wanted to? You know, and I, I think you raised an important point that it, it's, it's not like we haven't had goals in the past. We've been ramping up those goals. But when you look at that history, you know, as you appropriately point out, what we see are uh, challenges that I think still exist, some uh, inconsistency in terms of funding that's available to support the uh, expanded uh, projects, projects that were uh, proposed, preliminarily approved, seem to be coming online, and then for various re reasons were canceled. Uh, and then I guess a third area would be just the whole permitting process uh, which gets to, you know, the bureaucracy, which is important to ensure accountability, but sometimes uh, results in delays and uh, the issue of, of making sure that there's the appropriate uh, interconnection. Uh, and there's another process, you know, involving uh, the ISO in that regard as well. So um, there really been a combination of factors that have just resulted in the fact that it's taken us a lot longer to get uh, the kind of uh, uh, generation and capacity online. And we really need to figure out how to make that whole process be more efficient if we're going to meet those goals. Now, I have a, sort of a, a two-part question. The report does cite concerns about inconsistency in funding, uh, but recently we've heard a lot of the renewable energies, particularly Worcester Wind, talk about the need for cost increases, uh, partly due to inflation, partly due to the supply change issues. But your report also points out that most of the renewable energy in New York State, in terms of state funding, is coming out of utility surcharges on utility bills, which is more regressive, low-income people spend more of their income. So how do we deal with this cost increase issue? And do you have any suggestions as to a fairer method of, of trying to fund uh, some of these projects? You know, I think that's a very important uh, issue. And again, part of why we want this report, because I, I think the the general public needs to be made aware. You know, ultimately, it's the ratepayers that are, are going to bear uh, much of this cost. So it, it underscores, you know, kind of a, a theme that we always talk about at the controller's office, uh, the, the importance of transparency. 
And I, I think there hasn't been enough understanding uh, in that regard. You know, the state through legislative action, through some of the programs with NYSERDA and the PSC, they have provided some options for lower income people to have an opportunity to have a reduction in their utility bills. But, uh, you know, I think we need to just have a broader discussion of that. Uh, so our report didn't necessarily get into to new specific proposals, but we certainly flagged this as an area that I think, you know, again, working between the PSC particularly and uh, the legislature, we need to come up with, with, with a strategy uh, that, that doesn't create an undue burden on uh, uh, families of lower income. Because again, the utility rate payers are the ones that ultimately are gonna bear much of the cost for this transition. Now, there've been various proposals, particularly by Senator Kruger, chair of the Senate Finance Committee, various things on make polluters pay, Climate Superfund Act, I know Nyberg's big in support of it. You know, do you think the state should look at ways that some of the Oh, you know, the Exxons and the Chevrons in the world should be kicking in more money for some of this transition quest. I haven't endorsed any of the specific proposals, but I, I do think they merit serious consideration. Senator Kruger uh, is always a thought leader uh, in our state. You know, uh, her proposal, whether that goes too far, I'm not going to weigh in on that at this point, but I think it's worthy of serious discussion. Uh, you know, certainly we see in uh, recent, uh, more recent times, uh, some of those uh, companies that you identified are, 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 are uh, making quite a lot of profit these days. So I don't think that's an unreasonable uh, place for us to start to look. How you structure that and you get to that question of reasonableness that, you know, I'll leave that to, to my colleagues in the legislature to, you know, figure that part out. But I, I do think we need to look at some some additional funding sources and not have it just be on the backs of ratepayers, which for, as you know, Mark, for various reasons are under tremendous stress and pressure already. One of the issues of the New York State Legislature and the governor as part of this year's budget did do was pass something they call the uh, Build Public Renewables Act, basically give authorization to the New York Power Authority to build renewable energy, but they had the caveat that various state agencies like NYSERDA and uh, PSE would have to determine that the private sector is not going to be able by itself to meet the um, renewable energy goals set out in the CLCPA. Based on your analysis, is there room now for NYPER to step in and uh, begin to build more uh, renewable energy? You know, we didn't drill down on that in this particular report, but I do think that that action w was appropriate. Uh, so I'm hoping that there will be opportunities for NYPA to, to play a more significant role. Obviously, they I think they've got a pretty good track record and they, they were set up, you know, with this purpose. And, uh, you know, when you look at the whole renewables question uh, in, in New York, as, as you know, and as our report reminded everybody, I mean, the reality is so far, it still has been very much related to hydropower. And it's very clear that we need to do more as far as wind and solar. And again, I think this is an area where we need all hands on deck. And I, I would hope that NYPA, in fact, uh, could play a role in this regard. And, and you know, another way to look at it, Mark, is, is the fact that this opportunity has been uh, created for NYPA to play a larger role. Maybe that will be a little bit of a um, an incentive for uh, for other players in the private sector to step up their game as well. Let me ask you a two-part question. 
Uh, one, as you mentioned, siting and also transmission grid interconnection uh, problems. You do make some recommendations. You know, what do you think the state, you know, could do to speed up the actual moving from we here we haven't we approved this project to the project coming online. And second, are there other things that you guys are working on in controllers office and climate that you'd like to share with people? You know, certainly the the state setting up through the Department of State the Office of Renewable Energy Siting. I think was an important step to try to have a, a, a faster process. The ISO also uh, has been trying to speed up its timeline because compared to ISOs in other parts of the country, New York has tended to take a bit longer. So I think those are positive steps. I think also we need to keep the, 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 the public engaged in the conversation because, you know, Mark, what often happens is, you know, everybody's for meeting ambitious climate goals. And, you know, and then when a project is cited in their neighborhood, folks say, well, no, we, we don't, we like the idea, but not here. I, I just think we need a little more public knowledge about the fact that we all need to contribute and more openness uh, so that there could be a serious discussion and hopefully resolve some of these local issues that end up sidetracking some, some of these proposals. We are also working on the audit side. We also have an audit underway of the Public Service Commission in terms of their role in meeting these goals. And of course, as you know, we continue to have a climate action plan with regard to working to decarbonize our portfolio with regard to the pension funds. So from our perspective, we think the climate issue is a serious issue. And certainly you look at the weather events just this summer. Summer, uh, that we're seeing in our own state and across the country, it really is an emergency situation. And we want New York to be part of the global consensus that we have to realize the goals of the Paris Agreement. That's why this has been an important uh, focus area for us. And again, why I appreciate your very strong advocacy uh, on these issues for a very long time. We need more strong advocates like you to just remind everybody this has got to be a number one priority for us all in New York and beyond. So we've been talking with Thomas DiNapoli, the uh, New York State Controller. Uh, they just put out a report, Renewable Electricity in New York State. You can find it on the uh, Office of State Controller uh, website. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.